You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast, the greatest podcast on the Earth that deals with odd news stories. My name's John. I'm here with my co-host, Tiny. Hello. And uh, we have several really great stories. We've got a very Alabama-centric episode today. I think our great state of Alabama is doing, at least this past week, yeah. we're doing all we they showed could out. to take the spotlight away from Florida. Man. That's right. Yeah, we're, we're tired of Florida getting all the glory. So we showed out this week. It's just now getting summer. It's like 8 million degrees outside. It's time. This is Alabama hitting its stride, you know? It really is. This is where, where we hit our stride, which... Totally unrelated. I saw on the internet, I'm in this like foster parent group on Facebook, which is really, I mean, I've rarely ever commented in it because it's just a bunch of like moms asking mom questions. But a lady was like, you know, hey, we're moving to Alabama. What do you have to do to get relicensed and everything? And I was like, cut your AC off <laughs> until you move and run a humidifier full blast inside your home just to prepare you for the, the weather you're going to get into down here. Because she was from like, you know, Ohio or somewhere. I'm like, you, you're not ready. You're no way you can be ready for this heat. <laughs> but uh, I have a few different stories. Got a guy who was uh, impersonating an Uber driver. I uh, got another guy who tried to steal some electricity from his neighbor. Okay. Um, what about you? We have attacked squirrels. Okay. We have 15-foot pythons that's on right. the loose yeah. in Alabama, in my neighborhood, by the way. That's right. Yeah, that's just right by your house. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and start with that one. Okay. Python eludes capture in Tuscaloosa. Mm. Now, this story comes from AL.com. Okay. Trusted news source. <laughs> yeah. Shout Trusted out. liberal news source. Shout out to my buddy Madison, one of the writers. <laughs> got a cousin who writes for him, too, by the way. The hunt for a 15-foot yellow and white python continues in Tuscaloosa. City Councilman Kip Tyner said that the python was not located Wednesday despite extensive searches by animal control and agents from Tuscaloosa Extension Services. Now, I just want to mention to everybody that this is an older article. I chose it because it had more information in it. Yeah. But we're recording on Sunday. Python has still still eluded capture. Yeah. It's still at large. Tyner said that the search included drainage pipes under people's homes and in flower beds. We feel the snake will resurface, Tyner wrote. The minute it's spotted, please call 911 or 311 immediately. All leads will be followed up on. Tyner said it's believed the missing snake is the same one spotted a couple of weeks ago in the Arcadia-Windsor Drive areas and could have escaped or been released again. He shared a photo of that snake on social media. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. You can go check it out. Mm-hmm. 
I consider this a great threat to our pets and, God forbid, young children and won't rest until Mr. Snake has been found, Tyner said. <laughs> Kip's amped up. <laughs> because this is an Alabama site, they stuck yeah. this on the end. Pythons are non-venomous, <laughs> and they kill their prey through constriction. That's right. They so, squeeze you to death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we got a wild snake loose in Alberta City, and nobody can seem to find it. <laughs> right. You know, and... Well, sn- snakes are sneaky. They are sneaky. <laughs> they are sneaky. And just some backstory on Kip Tyner. He's a he was a local TV celebrity. He was a weatherman here when we had a station in Tuscaloosa. Yes, Branford City Council. Probably about ten years ago, he got arrested for cocaine possession. Him and another gentleman in an apartment in Alberta City. Yeah, um, still retained his position on the city council, <laughs> and uh, now he is he is a snake wrangler and. <laughs> Uh, Kip's an interesting dude. I don't. Does he still dye his hair? Do, have I, you seen a picture I, I of him recently? Have, well, I have seen a recent picture, and like it used to be jet black at one point. Okay, it's not jet black okay. anymore. He's moved over to the brown. All right, but it's not gray. <laughs> okay, so, it should be gray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Kip Kip's an interesting cat to be uh, out wrangling snakes, but he's looking for it. He's yeah. No turn. No stone is left unturned in Alberta City. And I, I just pray for your family's safety <laughs> over there. Well, know. I trust Kip. I mean, his political platform he ran on was uh, stay in drugs, don't do school. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I hear any reports of him being in the Colonial Drive area, <laughs> I will uh, I will gladly come and help look for it. I would love to find this snake because yeah. I know this would be insta-famous Absolutely, catch it. Absolutely. Uh, me and my son, one day last week, the snake has a Twitter handle. Yeah, that's right. In case anyone wants to follow him. Yes. You can follow this snake's Twitter handle at Python Town yeah. on Twitter. And he said he was going to Summer Snow one day, which is a little snow cone stand that's like just down the road from my house. Our realtor's husband owns it, by the way. Really? Yeah. Well, they do some good snow cones. Small world. Yeah. <laughs> they do good work. That's right. Me and my son went out there, and we set up a trap to try to catch That's the snake. Right. That was a pretty famous picture. And it was unsuccessful, but it, it got like, what, 25 likes on That's Twitter? pretty good. And a few retweets. That's so pretty good. I was proud of myself. Yeah. Summer snow is a whole world unto itself, too, at summertime. It really is. I mean... They have great snow cones. They have good snow cones. Yeah. And for a long time, they were the only snow cone game in town. Yeah. Now there's T-Town snow over right. in the Northport area. Yeah. And it's not bad. No, not bad at all. I mean, it's no snummer. It's, it's no, snummer snow. It's no snummer snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was in the snow cone game for a while myself. First job I ever had. Got I remember hired that from, story. Yeah. 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 So I know a little bit about snow cones and summer snow. And showmanship. That's right. And showmanship. <laughs> and summer snow has the best of both worlds. And you may see a python while you're there. So... Go and out. you're going to be waiting in line for a while too. So yeah, right. There's plenty of opportunity to yeah. spot snakes right oh, yeah. there. Yeah, you got to stand in line. That line will get all the way out to University Boulevard <laughs> real quick. Cars just coming by like. But they move you through pretty. They oh, move yeah. you through pretty quick. Though. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so go support them. I mean, not that the her, his wife didn't make some really nice commission off of us, but <laughs> you know they're good people and we like them. So, which by the way, newsflash. Moved in. I'm no longer homeless. So. Oh, really? That's right. Yeah, got a new house. I just want to thank all the Earth Oddity listeners who showed up and helped me move, which was none of y'all. The only person who offered was Brandon Squirrel. Yeah. And uh, 
and it ended up I didn't need him. So uh, you know, just wanted to just wanted to say thank you for not caring, everyone. <laughs> but my wife and I are. We we moved in yesterday. Well, you all have like eight kids. I figured y'all had it covered, <laughs> man. I tell you, we uh, she my wife for Father's Day got me a present, and that was hiring two men in a truck <laughs> to carry all the heavy stuff. Now all the light stuff, I still had to do myself. That's a good present. That's the greatest present ever. <laughs> Strangely enough, though, so two men in a truck. You're in college town. You got college guys coming out. Right. The night before. Deidre was like, uh, yeah, I got to meet two men in a truck over at the storage building in the morning at 8 o'clock, and they're going to start loading stuff up. Just wake me up when you get up to go to work. I need to shave my legs. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what are you shaving your legs for? <laughs> so I'm going to wear shorts. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, anyways, I'd say it was really cheap, so I don't know what she did. You know? <laughs> we got some kind of discount. So shout out to my wife for taking care of that. Cougar yeah. discount. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, everybody knows Deidre's just a seduct- seductress. <laughs> uh, let's move on here. It's summertime. Everybody's ready to take a vacation, you know, this time of year. Usually head down to Orange Beach if you're in Alabama or Gulf Shores, somewhere like that. If you're rich, you go to 30A uh, over around in the Panhandle. But there's a cruise. Are you big cruise? Have you ever been on a cruise? I have never once been on a cruise. I've never been on a cruise either. I would like to go. They look oh, yeah. fun. No, they weird me out. <laughs> they weird you out. All them people on a boat, I just it just bothers me. Okay. Yeah. I just don't I'm not a I don't want to go on a cruise. Okay. I've been on a short one one time, like, you know, from uh Palm Beach down to the Bahamas, but I was about to say I cruised the Bama Bell. Okay. Does that count? <laughs> no, I don't think that counts. You got to see the beautiful scenic Black Warrior River. <laughs> yes. Well you're in luck. All right, so Flat Earthers are offering a cruise, and that's going to sail to the Antarctica Ice Wall. They're doing it. Yeah, at the Planet's Edge. Yes, that's right. So organizers of an annual conference that brings together people who believe that the Earth is flat, everybody knows the Earth's flat, and it's just standard. (laughs) Everybody knows it, are planning a cruise to the purported edge of the planet. They're looking for the ice wall that holds back the oceans. The journey will take place in 2020, and the Flat Earth International Conference, FEIC, recently announced on its website, the goal is to test so-called Flat Earth's assertion that the Earth is a flattened disk surrounded at the edge by a towering wall of ice. So time out, just so everybody, all you globe heads out there (laughs) who... Who don't know, they, the flat earthers contend that the earth is flat naturally and that the Antarctica you see on the globe is actually a wall of ice that rings the outside of the flat earth. Right. So it's like a frisbee, basically. And the North Pole is the very center of the frisbee. Right. Yes. Yes. So details about the event, including the dates, are forthcoming according to the flat earth FEIC, which calls the cruise the biggest oldest adventure yet. However, it's worth noting that the nautical maps and navigation technologies such as global positioning systems work as they do because the Earth is a globe. Well, that's what you think. (laughs) (laughs) Believers in a flat Earth argue that images showing a curved horizon are fake and that photos of a round Earth from space are part of a vast conspiracy perpetuated by NASA. 
and other space agencies also, and it's all used to hide the Earth's flatness. These and other Flat Earth assertions appear on a website of the Flat Earth Society, allegedly the world's oldest official Flat Earth organization dating to the early 1800s. However, the ancient Greeks demonstrated that the Earth was a sphere more than 2,000 years ago. (laughs) And the gravity that keeps everything on the planet from flying off into space could only exist in a spherical world. That's all just, that's propaganda right there. (laughs) (laughs) So it goes into a bunch of other, like, proofs that the, what the flat earth says about the flat earthers say that proves that the earth is flat and that the globe heads say. Yeah. And we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about a cruise cruise. to Antarctica. Yeah. Right. Which we've talked about this before. And you specifically said that that needed to be a reality show where our friend. Yes. Uh, Mr. Anonymous. <laughs> I believe said his name enough <laughs> on we, here. Yeah. Probably this fine. <laughs> gets on a, a boat and yeah, goes, goes to Antarctica. Right. And if you get there to Antarctica, can you not sail around Antarctica? Well, that's my thing. Okay, like, I would start think, to navigate. And, and let me just put this out here. Okay, I I am a a globe the idiot globe or head. whatever y'all call uh, those you're people. An idiot for the globe. I'm one of those. Me too. Now that said, I have not been into space. No, nope. I have not seen the earth as it exists from space. I just mm-hmm. buy all the propaganda You've that NASA seen, puts out Yeah, NASA's for me. digitally altered photos. Yes. yes. But I was trying to think, how, how could you prove this to someone? And I thought maybe if you could set up some kind of big marker, yeah. like you sail up to Antarctica and you put up a big marker and then you just sail to the east. Right, yes. <laughs> and if you come back to that marker, like, oh, does that prove that the earth is a globe and you sailed around Antarctica? Or... Does that prove that you sailed around the entire the Earth right. and came back around? You see I what I'm saying? The length of your trip, you know, it'd be it seems to go around the entire edge of the glo- of a flat globe would take yeah. longer than to just go around Antarctica. You would think. I would think. Yeah. So I don't know. But I, don't, I don't know. I, I think there are. I don't think there's a bunch, but there's a few flat Earthers in our audience, and I would like yeah. to know what the size. How would y'all think the size of the Earth is? Right. I also want you to explain, like, the eclipses to me. Right. (laughs) I've never heard a good explanation for that. I'm sure there is one. (laughs) Yeah. Because, buddy, they got a counter-argument for everything that you got. Now, you may not want to dig too deep into the math on some of it. (laughs) Uh you know, but on the surface, it all sounds really good. So well, also on we the can, flat surface, we can it all look through really telescopes. Good. We can see space. We can see other planets, right? And yeah. we know that they are globes, right? And I've heard other people say, well, I've heard flat earthers say, yeah, that when you look at these other planets, yeah, those are globes, but ours isn't, right? Like we're just the right. the different we're special. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, some would say we have serve a god of order, right? And who maybe wouldn't make a flat one where all the other ones are. <laughs> <laughs> or globes, but I don't know. You know. Yeah, I don't know. If the Earth is flat or the Earth is a globe, to me, my I still life, have to wake up yeah, tomorrow and go to work. Exactly, my life is not going to change at all. So I don't really care. But can I just say this, okay? And I'm a Christian speaking on behalf of Christianity, which is a very dangerous oh, thing for me to do. It's a way to go there, Saint Paul. <laughs> okay, but let me say. That uh, I'm a bit of a student of church history. We've had this argument before. Right. Big time. <laughs> Way back. Big time. And we lost. Yeah. I, right. think, I really think that we should just own up yeah. and say, yeah, we, we didn't get that yeah, one. We missed it on this one. <laughs> you, know? you know? We excommuted this guy against some people, <laughs> killed a few people over it. You know? <laughs> that was wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> yes. 
But you know, all the prots like us, which right. somebody online, I, I was reading a debate uh, called Protestants Prots, but I didn't know it was I didn't thing. know that either. I thought that was really pretty amazing. Is that like a derogatory term? I, yeah. Like, am yeah. I supposed to get offended if someone calls I, me that? I think so. Okay. But to me, I was like, that's amazing. I want like a t-shirt that said Prots on it. Or like, you know, name the church softball team, the Prots. The Prots. The Carroll's Creek Baptist Prots. But, uh... uh you know, all the prots will just blame all that on the Catholic Church. You know? Oh, I was yeah. about to say, the prots have been yeah. doing that for a long forever. time. Yeah, right. No, that's just the Catholic Church. <laughs> that wasn't us. Never mind. Like, you know, there weren't a lot of prots back no, then. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never, like, we, were, we were all part of that at the same yes. time. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, well, like I said, Flat Earthers, if you listen to the show, let us know what's up. You right. Know? Let us know if you're booking this cruise. If I was a Flat Earther, I'd be, I want on the front of the boat, like, you know, Leonardo and, <laughs> yes. and Rose on the Titanic, you know? It bugs me that they don't have dates announced for this. Yeah, like if you're going to announce true. a cruise, I think you need to, <laughs> right, well, you, you need to announce a little bit more information right. than just, you know, all the details wonder, are forthcoming. You know, sometimes we sell cruise ships out Mobile, Alabama. So mm-hmm. I wish I would go down there to see them off. You know? Yes. Like, hey guys, y'all have fun. Let me know how it comes out. Yeah. And like, what if you get proven wrong? Like, are you prepared if you get on this cruise to be proven wrong? Well, I will just say that as a, a globe head, yeah. I, I'm prepared to be Absolutely. proven wrong. I yeah. think it would be awesome yes, to be, be proven wrong. Yeah. You know? Right. But so you know, I hadn't watched enough YouTube videos to be on the flat earth, <laughs> you know, side of things. Yeah. So well, when we're doing scholarly research, we all know that the YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, we is where it's at. We know some guy named the Third Eagle of the Apocalypse is <laughs> the authority you need to go to, you know. Yes, <laughs> on all matters such as flat earth <laughs> and not our National Space Agency, which is of course corrupt. Right. So, never a straight answer. Yeah. Never. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on the moon landing. <laughs> All right. Which, I mean, again, NASA, they're not the only ones who've been in space. No. So they no. all they all have to be in on it together. They're all together. Right? Right. Yeah, well, that's that one world government. As I say, it's not just NASA. No. It's got to be the Russians, the Chinese, yeah. and also private space companies like oh, yeah. SpaceX and Blue Origin. Yeah. They all got to oh. be on it, right? Oh, you, you telling me you think a car got launched into space? <laughs> Well, I thought so. Oh, no, no, you're so wrong. <laughs> but again... Well, you should talk to our <laughs> anonymous friend about yeah, that one. Mr. Anonymous. Oh, when that happened, it was whew, it was level 10. You yes. know? I mean, he was cranked up. So, <laughs> Which, I was not there. I was not the one who was loading no. the car right. on the rocket and no. standing there on the pad when it launched. No, so. no. Yeah, but anyways, Earth's flat. And you could go on a cruise to, to prove it. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, go on a... Um, cruises are pretty expensive, I think. I don't know. They're not cheap. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you can go ahead and put your money down and, and go on a cruise and, and figure it out. I actually think that the Earth might be uh, square-shaped. <laughs> yes. I don't because think. the Bible talks about the four corners of the Earth, oh, right? true. So there very you go. True. The Earth has to be a square. Very true. You know, also says Jesus is a lion of Judah, so I expect <laughs> it to be a lion. So, like Aslan? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he sounds just like <laughs> Liam Nielsen. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, oh man. Well, all this talk about lions, I'm going to talk about squirrels. Okay. 
Our friend Squirrel, <laughs> who is the one who offered to help me move. <laughs> they may be one in the same, I'm okay. not sure. All right. Alabama man kept, quote, attack Squirrel. Okay. And he fed it meth to ensure that it would remain aggressive. Heck yeah. <laughs> I don't see a problem with this. <laughs> Says here that... Uh, Alabama investigators are currently searching for a man who allegedly kept an attack squirrel inside his apartment and fed the caged animal methamphetamine in order to maintain its aggressive behavior. Nice. Since Mickey Palk's Athens apartment was searched on Monday morning, the caged squirrel has been released into the wild in Limestone County. Oh, Sheriff's that's exactly Office. what you want to do. Public information officer Stephen Young confirms to People Magazine. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would we release him into the into the wild? Maybe I mean maybe it's a plan that he'll like sniff out, you know, a, a trailer somewhere where they're cooking meth. He's a squirrel narc. That's right. They put like a tracking device on him. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm on board. All woodland creatures are going to have like habits. <laughs> That's not a bad next idea. Year. It's like you know in the uh, the uh, where is it the Sahara where they like catch a, a a monkey and they like feed him salt and stuff for a while and uh-huh. let him go and follow him to find water that could exactly be what this is you know oh i didn't know they did that oh yeah you've never seen that's genius it's really genius (laughs) anyway because he knows where the water is yeah 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 well according to young officers responded to a report on monday at approximately 8 30 a.m at palk that palk 35 was allegedly keeping an attack squirrel caged inside his home and feeding it meth at this time, it is unclear how or why Polk allegedly kept the wild animal inside his apartment. After obtaining a search warrant, Young says that animal control and narcotics officers searched the home located in the 21,000 block of Piney Chapel Road, where they seized yeah. a number of illegal items, including the squirrel, meth, drug paraphernalia, and ammunition and body armor. Okay. So, right, this guy's in for something. <laughs> I mean, ammunition and body armor is not that uncommon in Alabama. No. But couple with. But when you couple everything else. Paraphernalia, meth, and a squirrel. <laughs> and a tax squirrel. Yeah, that seems like a bad combination. Officers with the Alabama Game and Fish Division of the Department of Conservation were also contacted to advise on the situation and recommend releasing the squirrel, according to Young. At the time of the search warrant, Ronnie. Ronnie Reynolds of Ardmore was inside the apartment, but Polk was nowhere to be found. Oh, Reynolds, 37, was taken into custody and charged with possession of a controlled substance, possession of drug paraphernalia, and loitering at a known drug house. He was later released from Limestone County Jail on $4,000 bond, Young confirmed. Polk, meanwhile, is still on the run and is facing charges of possession of a controlled substance. Contained persons forbidden to possess a firearm in possession of drug paraphernalia. No so, charges for feeding the squirrel, man? <laughs> Apparently not. Okay. And then, of course, uh, it says that anyone with information on Polk's whereabouts is asked to call the Limestone County Sheriff's Office at 256-232-0111. All right. Well, you know, you can't be, <laughs> you can't feed it. Well, I don't know that you can't feed a mess. It's or you can't feed a squirrel meth. Is there a law? Because a lot of times you hear about these crazy laws like donkeys can't sleep in bathtubs right, or yeah. whatever. And the reason we have these laws is because at some point yes. somebody tried that. Right. Well, I guess they'll probably pass one now. But <laughs> You can't feed squirrels meth. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, man, that poor 
squirrel is out there in the wild, like going through detox, you know, he's like trembling or whatever, got the night sweats and everything. That's rough. They should have like rehabbed him, given him some whatever methadone or something to come down on for a little week, you know, a week or two. I bet that that squirrel's going to like go mug somebody in the alleyway and then go down the street and try to get a hit. He's like stealing Suboxone from people and all kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This, Poor I, squirrel. Well, you know he's like the roughest squirrel on the block, though. <laughs> Nobody messes with him or anything. He's like, he likes stealing to, everybody else's nuts and stuff. He's over there just chittering to himself. <laughs> so if you're keeping track out there in the listening audience, in Alabama this week we have a meth-addicted squirrel and a t- python on the loose. So, right. you know, it's the, the great state of Alabama. <laughs> Alabama the beautiful. Do we have any other Alabama stories? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got a couple more. <laughs> this one comes to us from CBS42.com. A man dies trying to steal electricity, and his skull is found in the neighbor's yard. Yikes. So this comes from Calhoun County, Alabama. Calhoun County's over there around Talladega and all that. Mm-hmm. A human skull was discovered in the front yard of a of a residence in the Cedar Springs community Friday morning. Authorities were called and began searching the area. Two-tenths of a mile away, they discovered a body severely decomposed underneath a power pole. In a police report, authorities discovered a ladder next to the power pole with a belt and jumper cables at the top of the pole. Oh, no. It was concluded that the victim had tried to jump power lines illegally to get power to his residence. Oh. The victim was identified as Randall Stevens. Uh, Stevens had recently been released from the Calhoun County Jail on May 16th, where he was incarcerated since October 2018. When Stevens was arrested in 2018, he had been getting power illegally from jumping power lines. Authorities are warning people not to mess around with electricity, as it is not only illegal, but deadly. And that's all the article says, but Randall here apparently had quite a history of stealing power. <laughs> he maybe worked a summer for the power company, figured out a few things, um, and was going to get him some power. Dang. I always thought you just ran a line from your neighbor's house or something, you know, without them knowing, like, plugging right. into, like, their yeah. outside outlet or whatever. And then you got this extension cord running over to your house with right. a power strip. And yeah. You've got... You got your fan running, <laughs> yes. your window unit or whatever. Right. All kind of stuff running. Yeah, I didn't know you could get up on the pole and get it done, but That's I guess... dangerous. Yeah, ask, <laughs> ask this dude about it. Ask this dude. Well, you can't ask him about it no. because now he's nothing but a skull. Yeah. Well, you like come out and you find a skull. You know, like a dog or something probably brought that up. Oh, you know? Man. Yeah. Had already gnawed on it. How long had he been there? They said he was severely decomposed. So, so I would yeah. I mean, if while. it's just a skull, I would consider yeah. that severely decomposed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so. at this point, I'm assuming that it's just, it's just bones and nothing else, right? Like, yeah. you can... Take that to class and put him, make him into a little puppet. Get off the power, kids. Hey, kids. Yeah, he apparently did not see the Louis the Lightning Bug commercials that were on when we were growing up. Yes. Told you not to mess with power lines. But, uh, yeah, I mean. What is it? You got to play it safe around electricity. That's exactly right. <laughs> and he's, uh, you know, I mean, trying to save a buck ended up costing him his life. And, and it wasn't worth it. No, and he'd already been in jail for like three or four months beforehand for for stealing power again. Did he think that, well, they're not going to catch me this time? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what Every it is. Every time, they're not going to get me this time. Well, you know, it was getting to be summer. 
you know, heating yep. up. He had to get that air running. You know, like you'll die if you don't have air down here. So I thought that's just when you go like to the Walmart frozen food section that's and right. hang out. That's right for the day. Put a bag of frozen peas down your pants. <laughs> <laughs> it cool you off real quick. Yeah, it beats getting blown off a power pole. Oh yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Your skeleton getting found. Well, I start thawing. You just later. throw them back in the cooler. Let some sucker buy them. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's why we like fresh peas from the garden. Well, John, our next story comes from, well, it doesn't matter where it comes from. Not Alabama? <laughs> it doesn't come from Alabama. Okay. But thousands petitioned Netflix to cancel the show Good Omens. Now, are you familiar okay. with the show Good Omens? You told me a little bit about it. Okay. But I don't know a lot about it. it. I hadn't found it on Netflix yet. <laughs> well, you're not going to okay. because it's Amazon's show. <laughs> <laughs> so. It doesn't surprise me that there are people protesting this show, but they're protesting Netflix, and Netflix has nothing to do with it. <laughs> if you're like the clerk at Netflix and all these letters start rolling in, <laughs> that's pretty You know good. what? That's, that's, I mean, there's not a lot of downsides, but one of the downsides is when you are the premier you know, internet streaming entertainment service. Right. When you are the premier streaming service, you're going to get all the hate mail from all the little guys because oh, yeah. everyone's just going to automatically assume, assume it's, it's yours. You. That's yeah. right. That's exactly right. Anyway, more than 20,000 Christians have signed a petition calling for the cancellation of Good Omens, the television series. <laughs> it's not a good look for Christians, It's by really the way. not. <laughs> and you know what? It's one in a long line. But oh, yeah. right. Here we go. We were talking about earlier about the church imprisoning uh, Galileo. <laughs> right. So yes. you can just chalk this right up there beside just put it. That right up there with it. <laughs> yes. Put that in the same file folder. Yeah. <laughs> Adapted from Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman's 1990 fantasy novel, unfortunately addressing their petition to Netflix when the series is made by Amazon Prime. <laughs> The six-part series was released last month starring David Tennant as the demon Crowley and Michael Sheen as the angel Azazephel. They collaborate to prevent the coming of the Antichrist and an imminent apocalypse. Pratchett's last request to Gaiman before he died was that he adapt the novel they wrote together. Gaiman wrote the screenplay and worked as a showrunner on the BBC slash Amazon co-production which the Radio Times called a devilishly funny love letter to the book. But Christians, marshaled by the Return to Order campaign, an offshoot of the U.S. Foundation for a Christian Civilization, disagree. More than 20,000 supporters have signed a petition in which they say that Good Omens is, quote, another step to make Satanism appear normal, light, and acceptable, and mock God's wisdom. God, they complain, is voiced by a woman, Frances McDormand. Oh, well, we can't <laughs> We can't have that. No. The Antichrist is a normal little kid, and most importantly, this type of video makes light of the truth, error, good, and evil, and destroys the barriers of horror that society still has for the devil. They are calling on Netflix to cancel the show. Okay. Gaiman responded to the petition on Twitter, writing that I love that they are going to write to Netflix and try to get hashtag good omens canceled. Says it all, really. This is so beautiful. Promise me you won't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
The publisher and science fiction critic Cheryl Morgan tweeted, Miraculously, God has already done it. Don't tell them she put it on Amazon instead. <laughs> oh, so she referred to God as a female. Yes. Oh, the heresy. <laughs> Return to Order is based on the writings of the author John Horvat II and calls upon Americans to put principles into action by working toward what is called an organic Christian society. Another of its positions in April called on Walmart to stop selling satanic products following a 2018 protest against a blasphemous ice cream chain called Sweet Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd missed out on that I one. I missed that one. I might try some Sweet Jesus ice cream. <laughs> so anyway, uh, basically just, you know, 20,000 Christians signed a, peti- a petition to Netflix to cancel the Good Omen show, and it's not Netflix's show. <laughs> You know, and we wonder why church attendance is declining <laughs> across the board, all yes. denominations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, what do you like to show or not? Right. Let's try to let's try to you write do the your letter to the right part. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You saw an article or something, assumed it was Netflix and just, I'm not saying this show is good or bad. I'm just saying if you're gonna sign a petition, it needs to go the right person. Right. Yes. Yes. And I'm very intrigued by the sweet Jesus ice cream. You know, I heard if you eat it, like you really get a taste of it three days later. (laughs) (laughs) Like all of the goodness is fulfilled in three days. (laughs) You know, is that a bad joke? Are we going to get protested? Probably. Yeah, but But I'm okay with that because they're probably going to send that petition to Where's the Line podcast. Yes. <laughs> Which deserves a petition in their own right. <laughs> I tell you, man. Let's talk about Where is the Line podcast for a second. I've listened to two episodes. Yeah. I've yet to make it through either one. <laughs> not because, listen, and I want everybody to be clear, not because it's a bad podcast. The production, everything's great. I mean, it's just some of it is just like. It's disturbing. It hits my line. And I'm like, I got to stop right here. You know? Yes. But the host and everything's great. And I enjoy it. But there's some points where I'm just like, man, I'm getting a little sick to my stomach. You know? Yes. Like, I can't take it. And I guess that's really the point of it. Yeah, that's some the point. people can. I know you enjoy it. I do. I just, I just, I just can't get through it. You know. <laughs> but if you're out there and you enjoy like crime with like really heinous crime <laughs> with re- really real well researched and presented well, and it's not necessarily crime. Sometimes it's just disturbing stories. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sometimes like they just, talked about the chimp attack. Yes. Early right. on. Yeah. So. Uh huh. So you check it out because it's great, and I, I like it. I really do like it. I just some of it's just a little too much for me. So, and I have a pretty strong stum- stomach. So, I would recommend you check out the episode on Elmer McCurdy. Okay, have you listened to that one yet? No. He is an old west outlaw who died in a gunfight with the sheriff of the town. But yeah, he was put on display in like a wax museum and then some kind of other museum, and finally a funhouse. So, oh, a funhouse. <laughs> yes. Okay. Lots of fun. Well, I would just like to say that it's a great show, and I don't I don't want anybody to misunderstand me and think that it's not. Anyways, let's get back on track here with another Alabama story. Let's do it. If you got kids listening, this, I mean, this is a very short article, but has some sensitive stuff in it, so you may not want them listening. So just a heads up. This comes from KATV.com, and the headline reads, Man accused of impersonating Uber driver arrested wearing fake penis. <laughs> 
So, Tuscaloosa County, home. Again, that's that's just down the road right. from where we're sitting yes. right now. A Tuscaloosa County man accused of impersonating a ride-sharing driver has been arrested and indicted on multiple charges. Tommy Wayne Beard was arrested in March and charged with two counts of kidnapping and impersonating a transportation network company driver. Beard is accused of picking up intoxicated college women from Tuscaloosa bars. When he was arrested, police say they found photos on his phone of unconscious clothed women in his back seat that vote that focused on their breast and crotch area. Mm. Court records also said when the 62-year-old Beard was arrested, he was wearing a fully erect artificial penis. <laughs> Additionally, okay. investigators said when they searched Beard's car, they found a loaded gun and a bottle of hair conditioner. Yeah. I don't know why that was thrown in there. <laughs> Nothing about this story makes sense. Yeah, and he's being held on a $30,000 bond. Now, Tommy Wayne here, there's a pic, there'll be a picture of him in the show notes in case you have you know relatives or friends who go to mm-hmm. the University of Alabama or live in Tuscaloosa and just like to go out and have a few drinks and catch an Uber home. Because they may have gotten picked up by him. Yeah, he was showing up at a bar, you know, like there'd be a girl standing on the sidewalk. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm your Uber. Anybody order an Uber? Yeah, who who called the Uber? And they'd jump in, and he would take them home. He hadn't been accused of any uh, misconduct with the women outside of taking their photos and stuff but i think he was also attempted with kidnapping yeah right that was yeah. part of that was one of the charges right but I, I don't understand the fake penis or the hair conditioner well he wanted to look as you know <laughs> i mean some people want their hair to look good but uh he's mean, wanted full body that know? just sounds like but uh, well i don't the fake penises that's the puzzling thing to me he was wearing them. It's not well, like he, he had them on hand. And it was a fully erect one, you know? <laughs> yes. you know which has got to be a little uncomfortable. You think? <laughs> Especially if you're sitting down driving. I mean, he you was know? wearing some baggy cargo shorts. <laughs> Maybe so. Like, yeah, I just... I mean, I mean, I don't get. Uh, first of all, I was he trying to impress somebody? <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> you know? Maybe he wanted them to like look up there and be like, oh, well. All right, I see what you're working with. You know, <laughs> come on up. You know, yeah. would you like a cup of coffee or whatever? Maybe that was his plan. But, <laughs> but okay, let's say your plan works. Yeah, it's never going to come to fruition. Well, let's say like because it's sooner later it's showtime. You know, <laughs> I mean, at some point the curtain's going to come down. Yes. and we're going to know what's now, going on. Surprise, surprise! I have no knowledge of the workings <laughs> of a fake penis. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, like when it gets to be showtime, like how does it, if do you use it? Does it stay? How do you keep it on? You like wrap some duct tape around it or something? Well, I don't if know. you use it, I still don't see how you're getting anything out of that. I, I, yeah. Right. I don't know. You know, yeah, there's, you're definitely not getting maximum <laughs> satisfaction, I would say, you know, at least on your end, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways. I, it's just bizarre, and also yeah. I don't know if, if you you're mentioned out there this, listening and you know how the fully erect fake penis works. <laughs> I, I'm just for my own curiosity. Email John. Yeah, email me. Find me on Facebook <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Email me. You know, just let me know how it works, and then John will sanitize that information. Right. I'll bring it back and, and boil it down into a uh, in, As, into language I can understand, <laughs> and then he will tell me because I can't. I mean, uh, I can't 
do a Google search for that. I'm, <laughs> I'm a married man, yeah. so I just will never be able to. I, and I, I don't, may just die with the mystery of. And I don't trust Google incognito <laughs> mode. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, if you trust that, you're crazy. You just got to know if you're incognito, it's all coming out one day anyway. But one thing that we didn't – I don't think we mentioned, but he was arrested for this exact same thing back in March. Right, yes. This is yeah. his second time right. that he's been busted doing well, this. Well, I think what happened is somebody else came forward with some more charges. Okay. And they are like, oh, I remember Tommy Wayne picked me up. You know, it looked like he had a third <laughs> leg going on. You know? <laughs> I don't, you know, like how do you, they get the police sketch artists in there? <laughs> you know? They're like, ma'am, we're just doing headshots, okay? <laughs> well, you know, the only thing I really remember about him is oh, Tommy Wayne was packing heat, you know? <laughs> he told me to call him Muley Grande. I don't know what that's about, but I just want to know how it works, you know? Yeah. And also, how much do they cost? You know, <laughs> where are they available? Can you get them at Fantasyland? I just, I just have a lot of questions about it. Just would like to know how, what the workings of that is, and why you would want to do that. I mean, you know, wear one on yourself, right? You know, yeah, I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. I've tried to discuss it with. My wife later we'll see what she thinks. She may be like all for it. <laughs> yeah, get the big daddy version. <laughs> they got it for sale on Amazon. I don't know. Okay, again, we've talked about this. Amazon needs an incognito. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you one time I was looking up some stuff on there, and Deidre was like, "Oh no, me and Mom sharing Amazon account." <laughs> Did I tell you that before? I, was, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on Amazon that I don't want to buy, but I do want to read the reviews well, to was, satisfy two things. One is curiosity, yeah. and number two is it's humorous. Well, yeah. But I don't want stuff popping up in my recommended <laughs> list <laughs> after I search for this. Uh, I like, look, I'd just like to apologize to Dieter Okay. Like, I mean, sometimes we get a little adventurous, so we're trying out some new things, okay? There's nothing wrong. We're married. That's cool. Yeah. You didn't try the old, that wasn't me. That was her. That was your mama. Uh, it's never gotten brought up. It's never gotten brought up before. So, yeah. Never, never gotten brought up before. But just, that's what I was saying. It just happened. Okay. So anyways. it's a good business decision. Yeah. That Amazon wants everybody to have their own account. They yeah. don't want family sharing accounts. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but if you're out there, you live in Tuscaloosa or you have friends that go to school in Alabama, definitely hit up the show notes. Check out this guy's picture because, honestly, he seems like a really creepy dude. And I may yeah. have made light of it, but the dude, he needs a good swift kick in the teeth and yeah. for doing this. and. Um, and be careful. I've never used Uber, so I don't know how it works. But do you get like a a picture or a description of the vehicle when you order an Uber? I don't know. I think you should. You, that's but what I say. You should. I mean, uh, I don't. You haven't. But when you're like super drunk, details like that aren't really <laughs> right. like your main concern. If they haven't done this yet, and they probably have, but I've just I'm not familiar with Uber, but. It, it would seem like you just go in there and, like, if you're going to drive for them, you have a profile page yeah, that right. you do. And yeah, then when, when do. someone gets – when someone orders an Uber, like, they get to look at your profile right. page, you know? Well, well, you know, one time I had to help park cars overnight for the for football. It's a big Boy Scout thing. It's how Boy Scouts make money. 
that's very complex. But I had to be at the end of Sorority Row, Magnolia Drive, or Magnolia, yeah, Magnolia Drive, mm-hmm. um, from 11, a, 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. on a Friday night before a football game. And the amount of Uber drivers dropping off, I mean, just absolutely slosh sorority girls. Wow. Was amazing. <laughs> I mean, the, my biggest memory of the night was a girl jumps out of the Uber with like ten other girls, mm-hmm. and like three other girls start walking to one sorority house. The other ones are walking to another sorority house, and one of the girls looks over the other ones and says, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna party like crazy tomorrow after I pass my drug test." <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, as you would imagine, every one of them acted like I didn't even exist. Like, right. no, no even like a, how you doing, have a nice night, anything like that. I'm just like some fat dope standing there in a reflective vest. Dang. So, anyways, they're big money to be made in Uber in Tuscaloosa, that's all I'd say. Um, but, yeah, you might want to check out our show notes and just make sure nobody, none of your loved ones have been involved with this guy unknowingly. Right. So. Well, anyway, and also guys who could do this in the future, you know, this is something that we haven't seen yeah. a lot of, but this could potentially be a huge problem. For oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah anyway, they've they got to work something out like yeah, your phone do. and their phone having to link up or something once you get inside or something like that. I don't know. Well, anyway, our next story here comes from in a German site. And if we... J- well, I tell you, boy, they are kicked up outside. Say, what are they doing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, our next story comes from Deutsche Welle, okay. which is a German site. Several injured after man urinates off a Berlin bridge. Sixteen rescue workers responded to the incident triggered by a man urinating off a Berlin bridge onto a tour boat. Police have filed assault charges against the unknown man. Several people were injured in the German capital on Friday evening when a man urinated off a bridge onto a tour boat, the Birdland Fire Department said. The sprinkle of urine from overhead caused a commotion on the boat as it passed under a (laughs) low-clearance bridge in Berlin. Several people jumped up and were injured on their head as the boat passed under a four-meter-high bridge spanning the Spree River, the fire department said. Four people were taken by ambulance to the hospital for lacerations to the head. Police filed assault charges against the man and described his actions as abnormal behavior. They are currently searching for his whereabouts, so he's on the lam out there. (laughs) And... I did not, that's all the article, I didn't think this was real at first, but I looked into it, and there were several different news agencies carrying this, and uh, the BBC carried it also, but I just went with this one because it was the original. Sure. But I didn't understand it at first, but there was a a bridge passing under a boat, but it was very low clearance, and when this dude started, you know, whizzing off the bridge, people stood up, up and they hit their head Uh, on the bridge as the boat was passing under. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it is. Wow. I have a buddy who's peed on some people before. (laughs) Listen to the show, by the way. So when we were in college, we went to a concert at the Boutwell Auditorium. It was like Phil Lesh and Friends. I don't remember. I think that's who it was. We get out of the car. May have sucked back a few beverages on the way down. (laughs) And he had to pee. Well, we're in a parking deck, and he walks over to the edge of the parking deck and starts to pee. Well, 
He's peeing against the wall, but the wall is not connected to the floor. <laughs> it is running down. It's running lower, down. Lower and levels. people are like walking out. <laughs> oh, no. And they just think it's just like water dripping. <laughs> oh, no. But he was peeing on people. And he's probably listening right now. <laughs> I don't want to out him because he's like a successful you know, person in life. But <laughs> yeah, he peed on people. Then later on during that night, so we're at this, this is, you can cut this out, but it's an amazing story to me. We're at the concert. Now, the four of us that were together were all Eagle Scouts, by the way. Okay. Just to let you show, Boy Scouts can be delinquents. <laughs> um, we're up close to the front, like as close as you can get to the front at a dead related show because there's always Hell's Angels and stuff right up front. But uh, there was a group of high schoolers beside us, you know, mm-hmm. and they were partying pretty hard, you know, no big deal. You know, everybody parties, it's fine. Um, but all of a sudden, this dude, this kid, he's like maybe 15, just falls out, like right on the floor. Dang. <laughs> and all of us were immediately like, nope, not helping that guy. <laughs> like, not getting involved. <laughs> I have a lot of illegal stuff on me. Not doing that. And then a little while later, he just like pops up and starts dancing and having fun again. And I was like, man, you were dead for like <laughs> a minute and a half there. And uh, like all of his friends were worried. But yeah. But yeah, anyways, so my buddy peed on some people. Dang. They never knew it though. So they're mm. none the wiser. Well, I got I, one more story. All right. Okay. So there's a video of this one. You should definitely check out the video if you want. The video shows an Albuquerque police uh, arresting a scooter-riding DWI suspect. Now, like I told you this morning, I really hope this is like a fatty cart scooter. <laughs> but it's like a bird scooter or one of those that you can rent. You know, big cities have them. And okay. you can rent them and ride around. Um, Lily Romero was the first person accused of driving drunk on an electric scooter in Albuquerque. And a police lapel video shows once she was being investigated for DWI, her demeanor changed. Boy, they're just kicking it out there. I hope this is picking up on the microphone. Well, I hear it through my headphones. Yeah, I hear it through the headphones, so I think they are. Man, we've had a good run. You know, <laughs> we've had a really good run up here. I don't suppose you can squeeze a, a recording yeah. space in that new house of yours. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Um, we might could use Hudson's closet. Uh Get a real job, you effing blankhead. That's uh, a nice thing to say. Those are the words Romero yelled at officers from the back of a cop car, and she didn't stop there. An Al- Albuquerque police officer stopped the 27-year-old near Lomas and 2nd Street out in Albuquerque, and according to the criminal complaint, he caught her going the wrong way down 2nd Street while driving an e-scooter. Romero told the officer she was coming from Marble Brewery, where she had two beers, standard drunk amount, too. You get pulled over. I only had two, officer. You had like 22. Uh, Said she was with a group of friends who left her behind and that they were headed to another bar on Central Avenue. The officer wrote in his complaint that he could smell the booze and tried to explain to Romero the reason he pulled her over. In certain situations pertaining to, let's say, DWI, this doesn't constitute as a vehicle, a motor vehicle under the state statute, the officer said. But nevertheless, it seemed Romero had a tough time understanding why she was being investigated, and uh, she couldn't follow the directions during the field sobriety test. So once she was learned she was being arrested, she became angry, and so did her friends. Wow. You were such a D-bag, one of the women told the officers. (laughs) Even after she was in handcuffs, Ramiro continued to mock the officer's decision to arrest her. Okay, 
I went down the wrong way. Take me to jail, she said. And uh, that's when the officer assured her that that's exactly where she was going. <laughs> so she so, blew a point two zero. Wow. And this is her first DWI charge in New Mexico. Huh. Mighty rough to get arrested on a scooter. It is. Know? I mean, that's, I mean, there's a good story to tell like 20 years later. Yeah. But for the immediate short term, when you got to call mom and dad and say, hey, I got picked <laughs> up. And they're like, we're driving under the influence. They're like, what? <laughs> Did you hurt your car? No, I was on a scooter. Do you ever get in trouble and you think to yourself, well, this is going to be funny? Yeah. You know, 20 years Oh, yeah. I've done that many times. Hoping it'll make you feel better, but right. it never does. No, no. <laughs> you still feel as yes. rotten as yes. you did before you thought that? Yeah, but there's been plenty of times while I was in trouble uh, that I thought, like later on, this is going to be a really good story. <laughs> yes. So, I'm going to tell this on a podcast one day. Yeah, one day, <laughs> years from now. Like the time my mom found a pint of whiskey in my closet. Uh oh. I'll save that story for later. <laughs> okay. That I was just like, yeah, this will be good one day, but right now it is horrible. You know? <laughs> and it was. I'm not, I don't know that I've ever seen my mom so mad. So. Dang. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, here's. <laughs> That's awesome, by the way. It's just a baseball. Like, like, what is going on out there? It's like, promise having band practice or something. I mean, it don't sound like a praise band out there. No. It sounds like they're warming up to play a bar later. Yeah, right. you know? Goodness gracious. Anyway. Oh, we had such a good one. <laughs> I know. I mean, it was a perfect spot. They were practicing on, what, Wednesday nights or something? something? Like it was that. some other night of the yeah, week. we got to stop this. Man. We gotta, I'm going to hide all our instruments next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just bring them up here with us. Dude, you're just showing off now. You've yeah. <laughs> been playing a praise song. I bet you it's Errol. <laughs> oh, man, you know? it is Errol. <laughs> all right, so we're here to talk about Cajun Curl by You Blended Spice. I'm doing this ad all by memory. CajunCurl.com. Check them out. On the CajunCurl.com, you can find their world-famous blended Bayou Blended Spice and their Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well, right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Evangeline Parish, on the Elm Bayou in the Evangeline Parish. Yes. And it's a spice that goes on anything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. You enjoy chicken, beef, pork, meth-addicted squirrels, pythons you might catch roaming around Alberta City and Arcadia Drive. Put a little Cajun Curl spice on it, cook it up, it's going to taste great. Their Cajun Curl chip cutter, potato chip cutter, is the really one of the most awesome inventions of modern man. Uh, it is great. It allows you to make your own potato chips, and it's easy to clean, it's easy to use, and if you're having, say, a cocaine party with your friend and maybe possibly other council members in Alberta City, whip up some chips for everybody while you're doing it, okay? They call that the Tyner Special. <laughs> uh, Cajun Curl is all natural. It's made in the USA. It's uh, got low salt or low sodium, mm -hmm. and so it's good for you. It's also... Available online 
this is not going as well as I thought it would. No, it's, it's, it's going well. <laughs> I just thought for people who actually listen to the ad, it would be fun. Uh, it's also available online at CajunCurl.com. They have recipes there. You can find your nearest grocer or you can order it there. Locally in Tuscaloosa, it's available at Vowels on Skyland Boulevard. Mark's Mart in Northport, Piggly Wiggly in Northport, and South's Finest Meats, which is over on Greensboro and 31st mm-hmm. or 35th. Check them out. World famous Cajun Curl by you blend of spice at CajunCurl.com. Use our promo code, which is EOP10, that's EOP and the number 10, to get a 10% discount when you order it online. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask that you pay full price. Amen. Taste the spice, not the heat. All right, so I'm going to read it again next week. That did not go as well as I thought it would. No, it went well. Everybody give him a hand. That's impressive. Especially with all this. Especially with yes, right. the band coming up. Right. Yeah, okay, it, it took some money, but uh, we, we made some sacrifices and we hired a band hired a to play band. like well, in the background as we record our podcast. Tune up their instruments while we, <laughs> while we try to do our podcast. Yes. Do you want to talk about listener feedback first or do you want to read some iTunes reviews first? Oh, whichever. It's fine. Let's go iTunes reviews. Let's do iTunes reviews and get those out of the way. I want to see if Thomas has made it. Yeah. Okay. We have two new oh, reviews two. on iTunes. This review comes from... Wow. <laughs> Goodness. Can we just cut it down a little bit? <laughs> this review comes from BC78 dollar sign. Five stars. Great podcast. Okay. Thank you, BC78 dollar sign, so yeah. much. That means a lot. I appreciate it. And this one it comes from John's Offspring. <laughs> <laughs> the title of the review is Yes, and it's rated five stars. They actual doo-doo stank. <laughs> Thank you, John's offspring, for that. That's I, th- Tom. I think that's a I think that's a compliment. That's Thomas. He's a straight A student, by the way. <laughs> well, he's saying we're the real yeah. poop. We're actually doo-doo stank. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I think that's a compliment. <laughs> I, I don't understand kids today, yeah, but either. I appreciate it. Yes. I forced you to do that, by the way. <laughs> that's why he did that. <laughs> But he got a new phone, so I made him do it. And again, we we only asked their five stars. You can say what you want. Exactly. You can call us doo-doo stank. You can call us doo-doo stank. (laughs) Maybe we need to get some (laughs) t-shirts. Say doo-doo stank. Everybody be podcast. They actual doo-doo stank. (laughs) That's right. That could be our tagline. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway. Get dad to recut an intro with that in there. And then we also got an awesome email from a listener this week. This comes from Scott, and he says, Hey guys, love the show. There aren't many podcasts that I actually jump up and download as soon as I get the notification. Actually, there is only one. I'm assuming that's us. Yeah, right. (laughs) So that's awesome. Regarding y'all's appeal for guidance on the best fast food fries, I gotta say, I agree with most of your experience. Wendy's and Arby's are trash. Amen. McD's are okay. I would have been a little higher than okay. <laughs> They're okay. But in my travels, the establishment that consistently delivers the best has got to be White Castle. We didn't mention White Castle. No. I'm familiar with White Castle. I know they are about, good. I saw a movie where Harold and Kumar went there. <laughs> yes. I've never been to a White Castle. I thought uh, they were like Yankee Crystals. Well, he says they, they kind of are. Okay. He says here in this email, yes, they are fairly Yankee-fied. Okay. I have to drive an hour and a half from Chattanooga up to Mur- Murfreesboro, Tennessee to get my fix. 
but once you've tried it, you'll rightly hold all other pretenders in contempt. Okay. Now, I'm not familiar with their fries, but I can say White Castle burgers are delicious. Okay. They're kind of greasy. They're kind of gross. They don't smell great, but they're delicious, okay. and you can't get enough of That's them. That's how my wife describes me. <laughs> I think they put drugs in them or something. I, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. And that, if you'll permit me, leads me into a few problems I have for your consideration I submit. I got 99 problems. Heard you have problems. Uh, here's how we've had a problem. More money, more problems. <laughs> Let me just say, Scott. You're being too polite here, dude. Yeah. This is your segment yes. every bit as much as it is ours. Absolutely. <laughs> Number one, Yankees humming the first few licks of dueling banjos whenever they're confronted with superior Southern culture. <laughs> Deliverance was not a documentary, folks. Furthermore, Hollywood has produced many other popular films containing offensive Southern stereotypes. <laughs> so make a little effort and get some new material. Personally, I yeah, I agree. Personally, I've been waiting decades for a chance to bust out my sling blade impression, but y'all just keep going back to oh, Ted Beatty. Yes, I get it. I'm, I'm with him on that. Yeah, I they agree. had like Pulp Fiction wasn't, you know, they didn't have the same type of scene in that too. You <laughs> right. Know? Again, and people love Pulp Fiction, so whatever. Anyway, number two, carpet baggers. Mm. Look, I got no issues at all with folks from up north coming here to find freedom and a better life. Just do it legally. But I really hate having the following conversation at the local watering hole. So, John, if you would, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the part of Scott here. I want you to play the part of carpet bagging scallywag. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, where are you from? Boston. <laughs> yeah, you like Chattanooga? Oh, I love it. It's clean. People are friendly, and there's so much less crime. Well, right on. Welcome. There's just one, this one thing. Oh, help me, Jesus. Here it comes again. You see, you guys got <laughs> terrible public transit here and no ice sports. You really should have a public ice rink. I mean, how do your kids learn hockey? I mean, back home, we got ice arenas in every neighborhood, so kids don't even have to ride the bus, but they could because there's buses, you know? <laughs> So what you're saying, if I'm hearing you correctly, is that my home, where I'm from, where I was raised, you're saying it's okay, but in your opinion, it would be really great if my home was more like the filthy, crime-ridden, hateful hole from which you couldn't wait to escape. Is that accurate? Maybe I need to find another seat. Good plan. (laughs) (laughs) Again... Don't get me wrong. I'm not against folks coming down here. Heck, bring with you some decent pizza. Agreed, because I've had Chicago deep dish pizza. It is delicious. That's great. Bring a White Castle. Just be respectful. Learn the language. And don't expect us to change our culture just for you. Don't make us build a wall. On the other hand, be careful not to. (laughs) And number three... The Yankee that tries too hard. Hey, I'm glad you're not a carpet-bagging scalawag. You've just got a good attitude. You've kept your dog out of my yard. I got no issues with you. But just because you're in the South now don't mean you've got to jump on the bandwagon and become a Saban worshiper. Okay, now easy. <laughs> well, maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear Roll Tide shouted in a Massachusetts accent. <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> <laughs> so either learn to correctly pronounce Big Orange or stick to your hockey. Oh. Or stick to your hockey stick. Well, look, it's we want 
I mean, if the Yankee moves down, we don't want them to have to root for Tennessee, right? <laughs> you know? I mean, we don't want to. Well, maybe if we want to run them back up north, yeah. we do. We don't want them to have to root for Tennessee. That's torture right there. Goodness. Hey. I, just can't, hey, I will say this right now. The University of Tennessee and the University of Alabama built this conference, the Southeastern Conference. Yes. All the other schools are sucking on the teat of Tennessee and Alabama. So... We're great, and that's why we're rivals. We just happen to have dominated for the last, what, like 11 years or something. <laughs> yeah, I was just fixing But, hey, when I was in school, y'all beat us all the time, too. So. Look, Tennessee's rebuilding. Yeah. Oh, They've yeah. been rebuilding for 11 years. So when they do <laughs> unleash this it's talent, gonna it's going to be rough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Number four, people who begin to talk on politics by telling me what I think. Okay. Agreed. That's aggravating. That is aggravating. And number five... Non-Christians who begin to talk again by telling me what I believe. How do you know if I believe the Earth is only six thousand years old? Want to see my vaccinate vaccination record? When was the last hateful thing I posted on social media? Just stop. I agree. That's a. That's I would say, like, as a Christian, that, that can be a little bad. Sometimes. <laughs> yes. But, but we do it to other people, too. Well, and we also will write letters to Netflix instead of Amazon Prime. <laughs> we will. You know, it's like a give and take there. You have to, you just have to deal with if you're Christian. All of us together should not try to assume anything right. about our political opponent or philosophical opponent, no, whatever. Not. We right. should try to listen before we criticize right. or critique someone's yes. viewpoint. And I mean, I, I don't know about everybody who listens to this. But I don't want everybody to think exactly like I think. Agree, because exactly what I believe. I mean, <laughs> this is going to be scary to some folks, but you know, you're probably not right about everything. Absolutely, right. And if we all yes. think the same way, then we're all going to be wrong right. on some on some stuff. Yeah, and there's, I mean, I get along with everybody. Yeah, and I feel like that I'm not, you know, that horrible of a person. And we can get along if you have different religious beliefs than I do or mm-hmm. political beliefs than I do. And that's fine. I don't mind you being wrong, you know. Right. And I'm sure you don't mind me being wrong either. Let's just be cool to each other. So Yeah. But the Agreed. worst thing ever is being a Tennessee fan and <laughs> having to – I'm just kidding. You, I, I, like, I, tell you what, it, I like Tennessee. It's rough for Tennessee fans because yeah. – they have a great program. They do. And they have, like, don't they have the biggest stadium in the uh, southeast? Yeah, I think so. Of course, it's like bleachers, and they, like, make you sit so close to somebody <laughs> else so they can fit. Like, horrible. And you got to walk up all those ramps on the side. You know, oh, it's like the worst thing ever. But Well, still. I mean, of course, we got the big spiral I was say, ramps. We got, yeah. we got some ramps, yeah, too. It's so. pretty bad, but I want to skateboard down on one day. <laughs> I used to go over there when I was a kid and ride my bike. Yeah. And uh, some, some, not every time, but there would be the occasional Sunday where someone left the gates unlocked oh, yeah. and I would ride my bike up there. Oh, yeah. I used to get in the football stadium all the time. I can't <laughs> talk about everything I did in there. But I used to. It was like very laissez-faire security over at <laughs> yes. Brian Diddy Stadium. Back before 9-11. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone got so sensitive. Yes. Yes. It's exactly right. But, yeah, once again, Tennessee and Alabama built the Southeastern Conference. Mm-hmm. They are a traditionally great program. They've been through some rough, through some rough times, but like just exactly like we did. You yeah. Know? 
of course, we got caught paying a defensive lineman from Memphis, and Tennessee's coach ratted us out. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to bring all that up. That brought on our rough times. I know. But they dominated us during all that. And I just want to point out once again to everybody that Peyton Manning's not funny. All right? <laughs> That's the last thing I really have to say on the podcast today. You know, he did one funny skit on Saturday Night Live like 25 years ago, and that's it. Everything else has been very mediocre. Well, anyway, Scott here finishes up his email. Again, guys, great show. Keep it up, Scott. Thank you so much, Thanks, Scott, Scott, for writing in. That yeah. is like a grade A email yeah, right man. there. I'm just busting your chops, too, man. I don't <laughs> care if you root for Tennessee. I'm not one of those Alabama fans that's going to throw a brick through your window or something. Yeah, my father-in-law is a huge Tennessee fan. So My roommate in college, Mason Prim, who listens to the show, he – Grew up a Tennessee and West Virginia fan, but mm-hmm. uh, his stepdad went to Tennessee. Then Mason went his first couple years to Auburn and was like a big Auburn guy right. and then moved back to Alabama and went to Alabama. The most conflicted like <laughs> fanship yes. I've ever seen in my life. He's really all in for Bama now, but I think he really – Well, because they're winning. Yeah, of course. Right. And then, it, you know, right, when Tennessee finally does right. rebuild, when they finally they, do get that program yeah. rebuilt, he's going to be all in. I think in. Tennessee's got a shot to beat us this year. No joke. I'm oh, really? Yeah, they got a pretty good team coming up, I think. <laughs> I'm not kidding at all. I really do think that. I'm a little worried about them. Okay, Their coach we'll, we'll is good. See. We'll see. Their coach is good. I mean, he came from Alabama. So, yeah. yeah. I think I don't, – well, I'm not going to say that. Let's go ahead. <laughs> Let's just make everybody mad. I was, was going to say, I think Tennessee has been bad for so long that it's got to the point where it's not fun to right. hate on them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You actually feel kind of sorry yes. for them. Right. No, I, so, I, I see what you're saying. And yeah. I also feel like – like they got to get one eventually, you know. <laughs> yes. You know, like we did it. We like they almost got us back when Cody blocked the field goals and all that back <laughs> when Lane Kiffin was their coach. You know. Yes. Which remember, like they all rioted and stuff. Oh, I Lane remember left. that. Yeah. yeah. Which Lane Kiffin's a great coach, by the way. He made Blake Sims a running back and all SEC quarterback for Alabama. I remember I was on vacation. Like I want to say, like a year or two after that in Gatlinburg. And we still hate him. Well, we were at a, uh, we were at uh, some restaurant or something. We were they were taking our picture, and the dude found out we were from Tuscaloosa, and he he's like, "Oh, y'all figure out how to kick a field goal yet?" <laughs> you no. know, which to anyone that no, watches but we football, beat people like thirty five, <laughs> and we have trouble kicking field goals. Very and, and I told the guys like, "No, we ain't figured out how to kick field goals yet, but we do pretty good at blocking them." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I just feel like Saban is such a good coach that if we had a good kicker, it would totally be unfair. You know, like, <laughs> saying, people would just quit watching. I don't think he wants football. a good kicker. No, no, we don't even give him scholarships. You know, <laughs> yeah, like full scholarships. So he's like, yeah, we got to keep people tuning in, have a little drama. <laughs> but one day we're gonna suck again, and yes. I just like to remind myself of that. All you know, of all the pain and heartache of, that I went through when I was in school of not winning is gonna come again. Saban's gonna retire one day and we'll suck again so yep. to scott and all the other tennessee fans just hang pray, in there pray for saving to retire <laughs> and because yeah. he will one day uh, yeah one he's day. not immortal no that at least that we know of <laughs> yes <laughs> we'll pay you the money to get a chips and make him a robot a cyborg if we have to <laughs> down here you know how it is we don't spend any money on anything but football now <laughs> Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We're on them all. Yep. If you would like to email into the show like Scott did, 
you can write in we are earthoddity at planetmail.net if you would like to tweet at us you can see us over on twitter at underscore earthoddity mm-hmm. you like pictures oh sometimes we post pictures you can check those out underscore earthoddity on instagram and if all that fails you can call into the show and leave us a voicemail. 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. I would like to thank everyone for listening to us. I would like to thank Silent Side for the music that oh, we yeah. put at the beginning of the shows. I would like to thank Capital Creek Praise Band for tuning up their instruments <laughs> in the background while we recorded this live show. That's right. And we hope everyone has a great week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. <laughs>